Welcome back to Basically Anxious, your favorite Zillennial podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Tuesday to us specifically, but happy whatever day it is <laughs> to you whenever you're listening to this. Um, today, we are back with a little tea time episode. I feel like there's so much going on um, that we just need to recap um, and discuss. So I don't have anything to share from this past week. Um but I'm excited to talk about everything today. Is there anything you want to share from this past week or should we just get right into the hot tea? No, nothing for me. Let's let's get into it. Okay. Lots happening. Yeah, a lot happening. Um I guess we'll start on what I would say is a shocking note. Mm. Um but Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner have filed for divorce or as the tabloids would say, Joe Jonas has filed for divorce. Mhm. Um, which I don't know. I feel like I never really had any strong opinions about this couple. If anything, I was kind of just like, good for them, you know, mm-hmm. and I like didn't really invest a lot of like time or like energy into like following them. But I am really sad to see this. I think the most interesting thing, though, has just been all of the discourse around it um, post divorce announcement. What do you think? I was shocked about Mm. it and then I was like wait I'm not Mm. because I think I always kind of thought they were an odd match like Mm -hmm. out of anyone out of any of the like Jonas Brothers couples I think I always thought they were like the most missed mismatch and I didn't realize she's younger than you and I yeah I think she's a year younger than me and she has two children like I which I get is normal and a lot to a lot of people but that's crazy to me mm-hmm. and so he is slightly older I think he's having this like resurgence resurgence in his career like I I think they I think they're a classic situation of getting married too young like I truly mm-hmm. think it's that type of situation regardless absolutely heartbreaking absolutely devastating yeah. um I feel so I always think about the kids in this situation like I just feel so bad for them but I will say I don't love the PR around it. Um, mm-hmm. Joe Jonas's camp is not, mm-hmm. not didn't do a great job. Um, so much so that like the whole internet basically is on Sophie's side. Not that there needs to be sides, but mm-hmm. they kind of like forced them into it. I mean, like spreading rumors that like it ended because she wants to go party and she he mm-hmm. just wants to be like a stay at home like chill person like that's just like you you know that's planted like someone didn't like some influencer didn't just come up with that like that was planted into the media Mm -hmm. and it's just like not a good look on joe jonas's camp i don't know if he's aware of it but it's not a good Mm -hmm. look no one bought it literally no one bought it then there was like rumors of like her behaving poorly and it was caught on like a ring camera or something Mm -hmm. It's something to do with her drinking. I don't know. The implications well, you... are not great. Yeah. Did you see the photos of her and her co-star like kissing each other? Yeah, but that was part of us a... for like the movie or like what is that for? Okay. So see, I like I saw that and I didn't actually like look into it. But well, that's was... what they're counting on is that people won't give it a second mm. thought and just be like, oh my god, she's already getting cozy mm-hmm. with her coworker. No, she's filming a movie. You can see the producers. The way that the images are cut, it looks a certain way. But if you zoom in and if you see the untouched, like the uncut photos, 
mm-hmm. you see the entire set behind them. Like it's clearly yeah. those photos are from them oh. filming. Yeah. That- see, this is exactly what they want us to think. I so shady. So shady. I, I hope they can move through this and, and remain mm-hmm. like very respectful towards each other like i don't think anything needs to be planted in any media like people will move on from it they already have moved on from it yeah but like trying to start rumors that one side is better or worse than the other Mm -hmm. is really Mm -hmm. shitty for the kids like no matter what you will eventually see that i gotta give sorry side tangent i gotta give kim kardashian credit for this and this is probably the only time i will give her credit she has maintained she will never speak poorly to the press or the media Mm -hmm. about kanye yeah because she knows that the internet's forever and Mm -hmm. that stuff will stay on the internet and when her kids are older they'll look back and they'll see that and that Mm -hmm. will be gut-wrenching um and the only time she talks about him is when it's you know related to her more so it's more like yeah I, you know, having to, you know, do the heavy lifting of the parenting here or whatever, mm-hmm. but she never gets, she's never yeah. really super direct or, you know, whatever about him. And I just, I, unless there's like a really good reason for it. And let me tell you, Kim K is a good reason to talk mm-hmm. shit about that man. Unless there's a really good reason for it. Mm-hmm. Keeping your mouth shut when you have kids involved in a divorce is the best route. Yeah, I completely agree. I really hope that I agree. Like, I hope that, like you said, they can just kind of, you know, let this fizzle out. They can maintain whatever, like, parenting relationship it is because it really does seem like just two people in different places. So I wish them the best and I guess we'll see what happens. But I feel like things have been relatively quiet, at least this week. So hopefully I hope it's working through it. Um, Should we also talk about these other divorces while we're on this topic? Oh yeah, divorce? let's. I think so it's, it, many. Yeah. It must oh. be divorce season, which is really sad. It's also, but I'm okay with it because I think it's like it's kind of like how I feel like we felt about Kim's like thing with Pete and Kim's like other things. Like it's like you know what? Like just do you in that moment. It's probably not gonna last, but for now, might as well enjoy it. Well, also, like, I don't so I don't have much of an opinion about either one of these people. I'm not like Mm. a big Timmy person. I don't feel strongly or super negatively against Kylie. Um, I think that them as a couple is so unbelievably weird and random. I kind of love it for that reason. Like it just it's one of those things that just no one saw coming Mm -hmm. i know that there was rumors about this a long time ago and everyone was like some people were like i love it i see it and then a lot of people were like what the fuck this is there's no way this is true like he this is the funny part everyone said timmy would never yeah (laughs) never so seeing the photos of them coming out and being like okay we're officially making it public yeah and them like just being so all over each other was honestly mm-hmm. just so funny for me because i think the timmy girls really like yeah that was a hard l for them to see yeah not him not only with another girl but like with kylie jenner yeah. who is so disliked and like they represent such different mm-hmm. groups of people mm-hmm. like their fan base like there's yeah there's no crossover between their no. fan bases so yeah you have people like you and i who are like neutral who love it (laughs) Uh uh-huh yeah for sure a tough pill to swallow i feel like because the rumors kind of were like a while ago it does make me wonder 
how long they've actually been seeing each other you know because like maybe there was truth to that at that time and I feel like there must have been now I don't know or maybe it's because there was that rumor and that like sparked their interest I don't know who knows how these things work but who knows yeah interesting anyways I can't wait to see how they um ride that out and I can't wait to see I don't know I'm like, is there an ulterior motive to this? Chris Jenner, are you like behind this? What's going on? But for now, just keep my eyes on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let us talk about the strike drama. There's mm. so much going on with the strike drama, especially as of the past week and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, are you do you feel like you're paying like attention to what's going on with the strike drama? Or are you kind of like, I don't care? I'm going to be honest, I have not paid much attention to it other than knowing that there is a strike and from what you've told me. So gotcha. a recap would be a, would be good. For sure. Um, so they're still on strike, SAG-AFTRA mm-hmm. and WGA, and it is really crazy that they're still on strike. It's very upsetting. Mm-hmm. It's super, super frustrating. Um, I saw a TikTok that they were coming to the table with the networks some point this week. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's still happening. We'll see. Obviously, Uh, because new written TV shows are being produced right now, all the other, like, people who are not a part of these unions who are working on these shows are out of jobs. So that's a lot of people who are suffering for this cause. And obviously, this cause is bigger than just... Mm-hmm. the two entities that were striking but there are a lot of people suffering and really really bad right now because of this there's uh, many pieces to this right now so the latest drama is that drew barrymore and then a few other shows similar mm-hmm. to like the drew barrymore vibe mm-hmm. announced that they were going to come back for some reason drew barrymore oh. show got the most coverage the most press the most hate the most backlash i like woke up to a tiktok from this um account that's called like lady under the desk i forget but she she does a lot of like political commentary but she was talking about the strike and everything she in my book is a very reliable source and she was like i'm getting to this before anyone else can say otherwise drew barrymore is a scab and i was like whoa what 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 for anyone who doesn't know, my understanding of a scab is like you cross the the strike line and you are going against the guidelines mm-hmm. of the strike, meaning you are a scab and whatever mm-hmm. happens after that. Uh, I have heard many conflicting reports about whether or not she was abiding by the strike guidelines or going against strike guidelines. Mm-hmm. I'm really unclear about that. Um from what I understand, this may not be 100% accurate, she was going to come back without writers. So oh. basically, which is like, I think that's gray mm-hmm. area. I, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I could be wrong. But now we know it's highly, highly frowned upon, but mm-hmm. it's maybe not like on a tech. Technically, it's maybe not breaking the strike guidelines, but it's like really, really frowned right. upon. But it's still the fact that she's doing it. Yeah. Right. So... I was like, whoa, what is going on? She basically, and here's my take on this. Drew, in her adult career, has not been a part of scandal like this, has not been a controversial figure. You may like her, you may dislike her for who she is, but generally speaking, I think everyone could agree that she's a nice person who operates with nice intentions, whether you like it or not, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And 
the fact that she chose to do this, and I'm sure she did it against a lot of people advising her to do it. Yeah. Makes me think that she really, truly did it from the utmost, sincerest, truest, good intentions. Mm. Obviously, intentions are not everything. The outcome of your intentions is more important than your actual intention. And the outcome was she was hurting a lot of people. Yeah. Um, But I think she looked at her team and was like, I you like she probably saw that her entire cast and crew basically suffering from not Mm -hmm. having any work and was like, screw it. I'm bringing back the show without writers. I'm going to do what I can to keep going to get people paid, whatever. Yeah. She didn't present it that way. She presented it as my show. I feel so important to the Mm. world. And like, I, you know, we built the show in COVID. We've overcome so much adversity. We had everything working against us. And the show has become such like a place of light and happiness and brings people together and supports all of this good stuff. And so much of that I'm sure is true. I think her show is beautiful. I think they do a lot of amazing stuff. I think it is Mm -hmm. a very unique well done show but comparing it the strike to covid is two completely different things we cannot keep comparing stuff to covid um and regardless it wasn't a good idea it wasn't a good idea regardless of her being called a scab or not Mm -hmm. the only way the strike works is if is if everyone everyone Mm -hmm. holds out everyone has to hold out if one person if one entity gives the people striking lose power they lose leverage mm-hmm. um so she did a video she the classic sit down mm-hmm. in front of a blank wall talk to her camera it was obviously scripted to some extent yeah. it has to be i get it she you know poured her heart out tried to explain herself it did not land obviously those don't those videos do never land they never land we learned this from mila kunis and ashton kutcher recently don't do the damn video like Mm -hmm. sometimes you're better off not saying anything (laughs) just letting the news cycle pass you over honestly so um fast forward a week later she deletes the video she puts out a, a a post saying i've heard everything everyone has to say we are not going to continue with the show we're pulling out um and a bunch the the like other handful of shows that were also considering coming back or did say did say they were coming back also rescinded that and said like we're not going to come back one okay. person who was notable in all of this was bill mayer and the reason that this was notable is because when he announced bringing back his show he did it in a way that was like very straightforward i have the show i have a lot of people who work on the show and yeah. that's how they make their money I understand the purpose of the strike. I support the strike. I want them to get everything they want. However, I'm bringing back the show without writers, knowing the show is not going to be as good, but knowing my people will get paid. And he was yeah. like, I know what, not everybody's going to agree with this. I know not everybody's going to understand, but it's what I'm doing. If you're going to bring back your show, I think that's the better way to announce it, to be just be so honest. We're bringing back the show so people can make money. It's going to suck without the writers, but that's that. However, he also decided to not bring back a show he okay. posted something again a little bit more honest that was like i've heard that they're going back to the table with the networks this week um yeah. with that and he he said something like i read the post he was like we decided to bring back the show you know thinking that there was no end in sight it had been going mm-hmm. on way longer than anyone expected and it felt like truly there was no end in sight that this may go right. on for for past the holidays okay. into the new year. And he was like, that obviously yeah. may not be the case anymore. 
we're going to bring back or um, we hear that they're going back to the table with a new offer in with that in mind we are not going to bring back the show hoping for the best we'll reevaluate after the conversation is had that's a mouthful how was all of his um messaging received because obviously he chose to share all of this information and make these decisions like similarly to the way like drew barrymore did it sounds like he was a lot more straightforward about it i guess i'm just curious like did he get the same amount of backlash like do you know what the response was like for that yeah, um, he got very, very little coverage, oh, very okay. little backlash from what I saw. Literally, the only person getting shit for this right now, like on a massive scale, is her, is, her, is Drew Barrymore, okay. which that's really pisses me off. It's yeah, really, it's really annoying. Yeah, it's really annoying. There was like, a, there was a handful of shows that all decided to do the same thing at the yeah. same time. And for some reason, she's just getting the flack for it. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think people need to pick a person to be angry at with all of this. And there's another aspect to it that that literally I found out last night. And this is crazy. Um, So apparently Dancing with the Stars is also in a gray area. So I forget the specifics about it, but they do have writers for certain segments Okay. So like what the host says and also just like little segments where they do bits and stuff okay. or like yeah. plug certain things, they have writers and that writer, that writing is with mm. WGA or like the contract or whatever. So technically, and this was like just found out, technically they are going against the guy. Wait, are they still on air right now? They're supposed to... um premiere literally i think <gasps> next week yeah oh so the timing of this is really brutal and i think people are like are they gonna do it are they not right. like they've they've done all of this prep all of the stars and the pros have been yeah. practicing like it would be devastating devastating if they canceled it yeah. for so many people but at the same time like that's kind of the point of the strike and yeah. also, there's no way they didn't know that they were kind of breaking strike guidelines yeah. months ago when they con- they were considering this. Um, I think they for had to some, have known. yeah, I think for some reason they're in a little bit more gray area than I think the other shows. I'm, I don't fully understand why. I think maybe people are like the the writing is so minimal in the show. That it, yeah, that it, it's kind of like really, like really, yeah. like come on. But also, it's like, I don't know. But it's also like they're still writing. They're still writing. Yeah. Apparently, these strict guidelines are like crazy. If you write down anything, if you are a writer under a writer guild, whatever contract, if you write down anything, even in your private home or whatever, Uh it's considered like (gasps) breaking guidelines. Oh, my gosh. What I've heard. Again, I'm not involved in it. I'm so far removed from this world. I don't know. But that's what someone said who was like a part who was like speaking on the strike. And I was like, whoa, that's crazy. That is um, so intense. I think the timing of it, like you said, is what's most interesting to me, especially because like I think the perspective from I think you said, how do you say his name? Bill Mayer, like mm-hmm. in his statement about him saying like this was like these decisions were made like with the mindset that there was no end in sight. And like now that there might actually be an end in sight, just the timing of all timing of it all is really crazy to me Mm -hmm. um but i really hope they do have like a resolution soon because i I feel like it truly has gone on for so So long long yeah 
so long. I, I'm like so heartbroken for everyone. I also, on the other hand, I hate to say it, and this is like probably just going to be so controversial, but like not everyone feels the intensity and the suffering as people who are a part of this do. I think mm-hmm. if you're so far in it, you might forget, or you're so far in it, even from a coverage, like if you're covering the strike from like a news perspective, you might forget that like everyone is existing in the world outside of this yeah. who is just can't be invested in this. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so like calling Drew a scab, I don't think it's gonna. People were like, this is career ending. Like, this is it. She's never returning. Like, she ruined her career. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they realize that like the majority of the world isn't actually even paying attention to what's going on with the strike. And yeah. they're not going to know that Drew Barrymore or whatever it is across mm-hmm. the picket line. Like, I, she's going to be fine. I'm, yeah. I'm not really worried about it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's interesting. I see all sides of it. I see all sides of the strike. I think it's brutal. Anyways, that's, I know I just talked for so long. No, that was very interesting. I get all my information about the strike from you. So (laughs) (laughs) there's probably way more to it than that, but those are the most recent things. And they all kind of happened within a week of each other. It was like, that's crazy. And the dancing with the star stuff. I mean, I think it's still evolving. I found out about it literally last night, so. Yeah. Well, because I feel like I literally just saw, like, some TikToks of, like, the people going on, like, starting to do, like, their practices and stuff. So, wait, is Tyra still on Dancing with the Stars? Or no. did she get booted? I think she got, I think she either, like, I think they oh. let her say she, like, stepped down. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Well, this is kind of a depressing note to end on. <laughs> um, but I kind of want to talk about it. Okay. So have you heard about this Russell Brand stuff? No. I do know who these people are. Fantastic. Okay. You will appreciate this. You will appreciate this. So Russell Brand, basically some UK media was like, we are going to publish this hit piece, essentially, And it's going to be crazy. And we got witnesses and people who were like, you know, who were victims of him basically to come forward and talk about it on camera anonymously, but whatever. Okay. Basically, it is like four women accusing uh, Russell Brand of sexual assault, like very violent sexual assault. And um, it's like very, very very incriminating i think there's a lot of actual evidence against him i don't know if they're actually like going after him like within the legal system i don't really know i'm a little unsure about that but the crazy part and what i'm loving about well let me backtrack really quick not shocking russell brand has had rumors about him being a shitty human for Mm -hmm. as long as i remember him being in the spotlight Like, he was always in those movies that were just so raunchy and whatever, Mm -hmm. which is, like, I'm not saying that means you're a bad person. But then that was, like, his personality and his, like, comedy and, like, him just as a person. And I think a lot of people were, like, that's his persona. He's not really like that. But, like, there have been – he's always given creepy vibes. He's always Always. been weird. Always been weird. I – nothing about this is shocking to me. Would you agree? Yeah. I, I fully agree. Literally nothing about this is shocking, yeah. unfortunately. He's like very adamantly denying denying it. Okay. Like he went and posted a whole thing. He like knew that they were gonna release this piece on him prior to it being released, like whatever. But 
I haven't watched the video yet. I haven't watched like the actual like docu-series or whatever. Daniel Sloss, who is a Scottish yeah. comedian. I think he's yes. Scottish. Um, who I love. Lynn and I and some of our friends have seen him live. He's so wonderful. Go yes. watch his Netflix specials. He's one of the best comedians out there. He has such unique material. Um, he goes on record stating that one of his best girlfriends was assaulted by <gasps> um by Russell Brand. Okay. And he's like, I didn't believe the rumors about Russell Brand. Then I find out one of my best friends is assaulted by him. She like tells me and I he's like, that's on me for the rest of my life. That will be on me that I didn't believe the rumors uh-huh. about him and didn't protect yeah. her. It yeah. is like inspiring this really interesting conversation on the Internet right now that like yeah. when these like things come out about women accusing, you know, certain men of these really horrible, horrible crimes mm-hmm. It's always the women up against the men, and there's never men backing the women. And this is, like, the first time we have very publicly seen a guy go on record in this way and say, I believe this woman. I know this woman. I know this happened. F this man. Um, And if you've seen any of his, like, past stuff, he talks about, like, how horrible the, like, Hollywood is and, like, crazy shit he knows and heard about. And Mm -hmm. he's so vocal about being a man and what men should be doing as you know privileged people in this world to you know help these situations and I just love it because I feel like he's like not that big and this is how the world is like getting introduced as Daniel Sloss and it's so Mm -hmm. beautiful and I'm just so happy that he did that in such a it's obviously a horrible situation but like it's amazing to see him do this and get you know kudos for it and hopefully people will his fan base will grow so yeah that not that that's the point of any of this at all but i just thought it was notable yeah well i also do think that he does have like a large enough audience that like i don't know sometimes i feel like there is that concern that you know people just like won't speak it out speak out at all because like regardless of the size of their audience they're just afraid of the backlash or like the repercussions that it could have for them and they're only thinking about themselves and even like with all that too like for him like to just be so vocal i think is very i don't know what the right word is but i love that for him as well and i love that you know that is happening regardless of everything going on crazy crazy stuff um i'm like horrified for the women who were horribly victimized by russell brand he's a creep Mm -hmm. so he's been a creep yep um the fact that he broke up with katy perry over a text right before she's about to go on stage for a concert is horrible Mm -hmm. and i hope that they i hope they try to take him down i really do um yeah me too but happy that to see Daniel Sloss in the mix like so random really truly yeah. the most random but like mm-hmm. it is it is great news it is front. um it is. last thing I want to plug mm-hmm. the rumors of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey dating have you heard these probably not um I have not really like I feel like I've seen like one or two things but I haven't really like looked at them I don't even it- know who Travis Kelsey is who okay is that? I was just I was just gonna ask you Um, so he is a NFL player and people are like obsessed with him right now. He's so cute. He's so funny. He has the craziest fashion sense. 
And his brother is also an NFL player and they could not be more different. And so I think people just like love them as a family. Okay. Um, I, I, I love the Kelsey's. I think they're so funny. I think they're so wholesome and sweet. And, um, Travis is like so good looking and he went to a Taylor Swift concert and he made it, he like made a joke that he, and maybe it's true. I don't know, but he like said that he brought a, um, friendship bracelet with his phone number on it and wanted (gasps) to give it to Taylor and her team wouldn't let him see her. And who he may be making that up. I don't know, but it's so funny. He was there either way. He was at the concert. Yeah. Um, and since he said that, people have been like, oh, my God, they would be like the best duo ever. Like, they're uh-huh. so funny and dorky and cute and just like the hottest couple of all time. And I feel like we haven't really seen her date athletes. So I feel like. It no, would be... we really haven't. It would be a very different, like, uh, for lack of better words, like ballpark for her than yeah. we're used to see. <laughs> I know. So. I am so rooting for this. Okay. And it's funny because he would crack jokes about it and now he like won't talk about it. He <gasps> fully shuts it down in interviews. Respectfully and funny. Yeah, but he like yeah. fully shuts it down. But the rumors are so intense that every interview he goes in, oh my people God. ask him about it. The uh-huh. commentators and the games that he's playing make Taylor Swift jokes. They use like stuns basically. Uh-huh. I'm sure it's getting old, but I think it's really yeah. funny. I, is there I any? Appreciate it. Is there any actual like evidence that this could be a thing, or is it still all speculation right now? I mean, I think people. It depends how you look at evidence. I think that there's evidence you could come up with to support your yeah. cause, but I think okay. if you look at it objectively, there like really isn't. But okay. Okay. Interesting. Taylor knows how to keep her shit private, so if she wants to keep yeah. that private, she will keep that private. Right. She, I feel like she, anything. but she also like is very in tune, I think, with like everything that is said about her. So, like, if she gets any like rumblings, like, I'm sure she already knows that there's like these rumors and, oh, you know, a thousand percent. She can, she can sure, make anything happen that she wants. So, I'm sure the two have talked at in some capacity, even oh, if yeah. it's like a, even if it's like a DM over Instagram and they're yeah. just like, haha, this is so funny. Yeah. Um, or not. But like, I love, I like loved them individually. So, hearing about them together i've never rooted for a fake couple so bad <laughs> okay okay well another thing to keep our eyes on who knows so many love is in the air and also really not in there so yeah 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 but well we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode um i don't think we have anything else to i'm trying to think are there any other like dramatic things that have happened in the last 15 minutes on my phone. Uh, <laughs> I mean, with the way the news cycle is evolving, literally. Like yeah. It could be. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for another Tea Time episode. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at basicallyanxiouspod so you never miss an episode and can stay up to date with us. But until next week, we will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.